Hello everyone, welcome back to the Rewatchmen, where we don't review movies, we re-review them. We take a movie that you have a strong feeling about one way or the other, and we put it to the test. Because when's the last time you may have watched a movie that you have such a strong feeling about? Today, we are traveling back to 1989 for Ghostbusters 2, the best of the Ghostbusters movies. Uh, I, I think, think everyone says that. I think everyone can agree to it. Uh, but we will, we will see. Uh, I am your host, as always, TC Dewitt, and with me today is Chrishels. Rewatchman Rewatchman Please, sir. As, and do you have a new intern with you over here? No. Deanna no. has no. been on before. She has been on before. Just a fly on the wall, Deanna's with us as well. Hello. <laughs> Don't feel the need to participate as okay. we movie geek out over here. You just happen to be in the room. I do. But you're welcome to join. I, I will have some comments about she, this. She will I have think. things to say. Maybe just one. One thing that bothers me. <laughs> one thing that bothers you about Ghostbusters 2? Yes. Or us? Yeah. Both. Both. Well, well, I'm sure you have more than a fair share of things. One thing about Ghostbusters 2. <laughs> uh, I'm looking forward to looking at Ghostbusters 2, but we'll get to that before we get started. How you doing, Chelsea? Doing all right. What have you been up to? Um, podcasts. Mm-hmm. You're 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 being very social media media savvy lately. I am. Much to my wife's chagrin, I'm doing a lot of the. Um, what are we calling those? The pre watchmen The, the, the re watchman reacts. Yes. Pre watchman sounds like a good name for it too. But yeah, you've been doing the going to the movie and coming back. So I've been doing that with intern Jeff. Intern Jeff forever. Yes, I don't think he's going to earn his uh, Hash, stripes. Hashtag intern Jeff forever. Um, he has to be on. Five actual rewatchmen, right? To even get out of intern status, right? Yeah. Well, for us to consider, it. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, then I'm also doing franchise manchise with mm-hmm. the same Jeff. That that's uh, oh, and you're also doing podcast mania, right? And you're also doing the reviews with Max and yes, you and Max doing the reviews. Yes, we are. So I'm all over the place right now. So franchise manchise is uh, Jeff's. Podcast. He's the host of that podcast. You're guesting on it. I did mm-hmm. uh, Die Hard previously. You're doing Police Academy. Police Academy. There's seven of them. I we we could we'll probably swing back around to this when we're talking about Ghostbusters itself. But I I can't believe there are franchises of franchise chise I franchisos franchisos of comedies. I don't think comedies lend themselves to franchise. I think the right comedy will, but it's it's hard. Yeah, you know, because could could Police Academy have ended after three movies, and we've been that's a great trilogy. <laughs> You're putting yes. quotes on great, I hope. Yeah. <laughs> well, you know, and if you listen to it, we you know Jeff and I both agreed one and three were really good. Mm-hmm. Four was okay. Two was terrible. Mm-hmm. Now we're gonna get into the No Mahone. No Mahone years. Hashtag No Mahone. Yeah, and uh, uh, Steve Gutenberg. Left. Left. But I, I, what does it say that Steve Gutenberg turned down the paycheck? Well, this was like right when he was big, though, the heat, for his, the like, heat his heyday. Um, <laughs> so that when he left. So what does it say high- about Adam Sandler movies that Rob Schneider doesn't show up in them anymore? That even, Rob, even Rob Schneider is saying, I'll pass, thanks. Speaking of Adam Sandler, I heard you uh, watched one recently. We watched The Do-Over. And uh, how was that? I... Future rewatchman movie. I was discussing this with uh, Jessica. I think I mentioned to you last night. It is isn't even bad enough for me to be like overblown, hyperbolic, exaggerating to tell you how bad it is. It's just so dull and just not good. Chad Chad was like 
groaning at some of the <laughs> the choices, the cinema, the the, the lazy point and shoot cinematography, the like the me story structure. I was getting so annoyed because every now and then they'd be like, "Oh, let's just do a scene where we explain the plot and then do." Hey, we're on jet skis. <laughs> oh, we're swimming. Okay, plop, plop, plop. I've already said too much, to tell you the truth. That's that's more than that movie deserved to be talked about. Deserved what? to be talked about. I think the bigger news story there is that you actually watched one of those movies. We wanted um, to watch Pee-wee, and Candace I'm and not, Kate were both like, no, we hate Pee-wee. <laughs> I'm not sure how Rewatchman Ben and Rewatchman Steve and some of the other ones will react to this. It may, oh, I, well, it may mean a demotion for you or something. I, uh, oh, I mean, I hardly, sir. Yeah. <laughs> There are rules. I've been in the most episodes. I, I know. The most seniority. And you've watched more Adam Sandler movies than anyone else. <sighs> Probably. Ugh. I don't. I, I never. It. This goes back to high school. My friend Eric, where we loved Billy Madison. Yeah. And would quote that movie all the time. Happy it Gilmore. Made, it Great. made me not yeah. like Billy Madison because Eric would always and and. I, I don't want to besmirch Eric's name. I don't know if you'll even listen to this. I haven't talked to him in like a decade, but he wasn't very good at the impressions of it at either. So it was like, it's bad enough you do that quote all the time. You also don't sound anything like Adam Sandler. So I've never really had like a love for, like when Big Daddy came out, I remember people loved Big Daddy. And yeah. I, I hated it. It's all right. I don't know if hating is, is a little strong, but I was like, this was dumb. Yes, but... In the pantheon that is Adam Sandler's movie, that's it's the top a, five. It's, it's a little higher. <laughs> I mean, I will always say Wedding Singer, but again, we've already spoken too much about... I think the important thing here is that you admitted that you've seen more Adam Sandler movies than anyone else. Then, this is actually intervention. Mm, We're here. I guess I deserve this. You know, drink my you've, water. You've watched too many Adam Sandler movies. You need to cut it off before you watch the... Uh, the other ones that are going to show up on Netflix. Well, I haven't seen... Oh, gosh. Well, I haven't seen Ridiculous 6 yet. <laughs> yet. Never. Never. I have not seen Ridiculous 6. <laughs> Moving on. <laughs> so the big news that came out this week is that Guardians of the Galaxy 2 wrapped up. Yes. Principal photography. That's, that's crazy. I, I feel like I wasn't even aware that they had started, let alone that now they're done. Yes. It's exciting. So, James Gunn is tired, but now he's going to his favorite part. Of movie making, the editing. Mm -hmm. He's admitted that this is, he loves the whole process, but editing is his favorite part. Like putting the movie together yeah. is what thrills him. That's, that's exciting. I've, I've, everyone's a fan of that first one. It's, yeah. it's hard. I can't think of anyone who didn't like that one. It's a top two Marvel movie. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you like that movie. I'm looking at Deanna right now. Right? Yes. Did, yeah. Guardians of the Galaxy? Yeah. No, and, and no, I hated it. I just crap. And you've seen like only like a handful of them because most of them don't interest you, but that one yeah, interests yeah. you. I did enjoy it. I'm, I'm curious, I'm, I mean, speculation abound, like how will it connect to the bigger picture, the Infinity War? Like how, are, I, will this one have more to do with the rest of the Marvel Universe? Because it's own, its own little thing right now. Right. It is. I mean, the only connection is that Infinity Stone, right? Because mm -hmm. that it had one of them in there, yeah. so we know where that one is. So who knows? I mean, uh, rumor has it that Thanos isn't even in this one. What? That's yeah. crazy. I mean, surely he must have some small. Maybe there's a cameo at the end or something uh, like that. But he's who's the villain in this one? It's a woman, isn't it? Uh, yes. So um, when 
So this kind of goes, okay, we're going to go a little geeky here. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, Can you handle that? It's too late for that. <laughs> so when, oh, I can't remember his name now. Uh, one of the cosmic, Adam... Warlock. Adam Warlock. Mm-hmm. Okay, when he was created, um, at one point he was split into three entities. Okay. There was Adam Warlock, kind of the middle of the road. Then there was the Magus, which is the, the evil side of him, would you know, do all the bad stuff. And then there was a female that was created as well that would um, only do good, but it was good so far that it actually caused evil. Hmm. Like it actually did bad things to everything. So I heard it was I'm going to help everyone, even well, you, bad guy. It was, no, it was more like, you're good, so I'm going to save you. The rest of you, you're out of this world. Hmm. And you can't get in. And the good people are kind of brainwashed into just following her. So she Absolutely. Did. And then she would make them go to war with the oh, other wow. people that were outside of the wall. Hmm. Manipulative. Just like a... No, I'm not going to finish that sentence. So, so that is my understanding. But, but they're, they are introducing new characters. There's going to be, uh, you know, Star Star Lord's dad's going to be in Kurt it. Kurt Russell, right? Kurt Russell. There are rumors that Sylvester Stallone was in his um, Judge Dredd outfit. What? Oh no, God no! It could you know, be for a cameo. It or could something be. Like that. It could be Sylvester Stallone. Mm-hmm. Not Judge Dredd, but Stallone in his costume as a cameo. It could be because. You know, Peter Quill has a connection to Earth and likes weird older things, mm-hmm. like cassettes. Right. So um, that would be nice. I don't want to see the Judge Dredd universe absorbed <laughs> into the Marvel Cinematic It could just be a nod from James <laughs> Gunn, too, right? Really, like, I don't want it because that means Rob Schneider is part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. <laughs> we already have, you know, uh, Howard the Duck, so... I'm okay um, with that, surprisingly. Mantis is also going to be introduced. Is that an acronym? No. Okay. no, she is a. She was originally from Vietnam, and she was given some celestial powers. Uh, so is a, she played by a Vietnamese woman? I believe so, but she's okay, like good. in green makeup. Okay. Uh, and she has antennae, like mm-hmm. they grew somehow. But she has. She's the celestial Madonna. Okay. Like the pop star Madonna? No. <laughs> like the savior type oh, of thing. Oh, all right. Well, so, I, I'm I'm excited. I'm. I love that first Guardians of the Galaxy. It's one of the rare, very rare, one in a billion chance situations where something lived up to the hype. Because mm-hmm. I've said it before on this cast, at, at the very least, the hype leading up to Guardians of the Galaxy was insurmountable. There was no way. And then, lo and behold, it it met and it exceeded. Met and that. exceeded. <laughs> oh man. Um, so, uh, Game of Thrones, by the time this is aired, this episode aired, I think the season will have wrapped up. Because they have about two, two weeks left at this point. Yeah, yeah. And they're, so. they're going to have an uh, ultra-long episode being the last one or something like that. Well, I know that the the episode that's going to air tonight, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, as we record this, the Battle of the Bastards is about to happen. And uh, th- this episode is gigantic. 600 crew members, 250 extras, 70 horses, 25 principal stuntmen. Uh, 10 million is how much they spend on regular episodes. <laughs> this one certainly... Bro- no wonder HBO wants to cut down the order number yep. for the next season. <laughs> they just blew an extra few millions on this. Um, I don't know about you guys, and we don't have to go spoilerly. Spoilery. This has been my favorite season. I said to you before we started recording. Yeah, it it, it is good. It's it's in, it's one of the first that um, you know you, you don't 
completely sit there watching the first few episodes mourning the loss of <laughs> what happened before favorite characters from the season before as a matter of fact they spent all season bringing everyone back from the dead <laughs> i'm just expecting ned stark to show up by the end of things right <laughs> i i or catlin could show up rabble won't show up i mean he he lost his head i don't think he can show up yeah mm-hmm. poor guy same with ned though i almost yeah, I said a spoiler so yeah. i well oh you almost did i won't oh, don't don't Someone they brought back. That's true. <laughs> and this makes for great audio. Um, what uh, did you have? Any other news that popped up? Uh, we are. Um, yeah, the big news of you watching M. Sandler. We covered that already. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> Guardians of the, of the Galaxy and Donald Glover cast in Spider Man. Yes, as well as one of the one of the Howling Commandos as the principal. So one of Captain America, First Avengers, the first one, one of his Howling Commandos is in Spider-Man okay. Homecoming. I don't know how to feel about that. I mean, it's separated by many, many decades. Right. So. And, and there's been other actors like that, too. Who've so, played. Who, yeah, who were one. back in the day. I think um, there was a, a, in Captain America, there was one woman. And oh, then she was she's Star-Lord's Star Lord's mom. mom. You're right. Okay, yeah. so it's not uh, unprecedented. Um, also, did you hear who the bad guy is in the Spider-Man movie? Vulture, finally? Yes. And played I, by... I heard Michael Keaton is yes. the rumor. He was in, he's out, he's in, he's out. And at, the, at the time of this recording, he's back in. He's back in. I worry. Because Raimi was trying to get Vulture going. Like, that's what his third villain what he wanted. Mm-hmm. And I worry sometimes that Hollywood will keep an idea or a script. Like, the, the suits will... Like, no, no, this this idea was going to work 20 years ago, 15 years ago, 10 years ago, 5 years ago. Batman v Superman has several key elements from J.J. Abrams and Kevin Smith's script from 25 years ago. That was my phone going off. So when I hear Vulture is going to show up in Homecoming, I'm like, oh boy. Now, Did they mine from previous keep, ideas? Now keep in mind, though, that this is now Marvel helping out. So you have the marble, marble, um, golden Feige touch. And, yeah. Yep, I hope so. You know, and they're already are, are, are making changes that never could have been in that original script, such as Iron Man in it, mm-hmm. and other Marvel characters too that are part of the MCU. Just promise me, Deanna, promise me mm-hmm. they won't do the origin again. I don't need to see Uncle Ben die. I don't need I don't to see him get bit by a spider. Promise. promise me. I can't. Sorry. <sighs> Chris, can you promise me? With 99% accuracy that I am 50% correct. <laughs> I don't need to see it. it. This this goes back to, what, five, six years ago for Man of Steel, where I was like, skip the freaking origin. I don't care. This goes back to Batman v Superman. We don't need to see Bruce Wayne's parents get killed again. Right. Has any fictional parent been killed more than Thomas and Martha Wayne? So now, how they could do it, though, is how they did it in the uh, the Hulk, the second Hulk movie. Where they, in the beginning, mm-hmm. they just showed pictures or newspaper headlines and stuff like that. And there it is. That, do, it, do it in the opening montage. In the opening they, montage. They did it as well in Spider-Man 2. To recap yep. Spider-Man 1, they just did it in the opening sequence. Uh, the, 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 the Watchmen did it as well. They kind of show the backstory let's, that's in the book. Let's not use Zack Snyder as an example I, I'm for just, anything I'm just, we should do. <laughs> he does do some things well. No, I refuse. <laughs> <laughs> These shots are beautiful. Oh. Nah. 
But but I think they can they can do it just to like get it off their chest and and do it in a way that's not. I would just be thrilled beyond thrilled if you they skipped it. And maybe I was talking to Jeff about this in one of the other episodes. What if it? What if they kind of uh, presented as this is one year after Uncle Ben dying? Oh right, I think you texted yeah. me that as well. That so so what if that's how it's presented? Is is that you know Aunt May is all sad and upset and they talk about it. You know, because it is, it is some exposition, but it's it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. She's upset and sad and like, hey, I know this is the anniversary of when Uncle Ben died, but, you know. That would be great. Because then you can give that history without having to show it all mm-hmm. again. Don't, right? don't waste 20 minutes of the movie having him get bit and killed and Uncle Ben killed him. Right. So. The rumor is that he, he is going to be Spider-Man in it. Like, he's not, there is no origin story. But that's a rumor. All right. Thank you for the promise. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, so, we're going to be watching Ghostbusters 2. When's the last time you watched Ghostbusters It's been 2? a long time. I don't even know. It's, do, you, do you know what they call us in, in uh, Mexico? What do they call us in Mexico? Ghostbusters Dos. That, that makes sense. Yeah. Thank you. <laughs> this was one of the movies I watched when Harold Ramis passed away. Okay. After Harold Ramis passed away, I watched Groundhog's Day, um, the, both Ghostbusters, just to... You know, mm-hmm. memorialize the guy. Mm-hmm. So I have seen this fairly recently, but I haven't watched it with a scrutinizing eye before. Uh, the last rewatchman we did um, was not, uh, Robin Hood with Jessica. We, she had never scrutinized the movie, like cr- like critiqued the movie before. Mm-hmm. So it was it, even though she had seen it dozens of times by looking at it with a new set of eyes, she was able to be a little analytical about it. The Disney one? The, the Prince of Thieves. Uh, Thieves. <laughs> Not Men and Tights. <laughs> Not the Russell Crowe one? Not the Russell Crowe one. So I am interested to, to dig into this one. I like it. I've always liked it. Um, it's just the, the lesser of the two, <laughs> easily. But that's because the first one is so much of a lightning in the bottle. We, we knew we couldn't do the first one. Just like we knew we couldn't do Die Hard. That's why we did Die Hard 2 way a couple years ago for a rewatchman. We knew we couldn't do Ghostbusters and be fair about it. So Right. Although I think Ben should have done it with me because he didn't care for it. What? Yeah. He... There's a separate intervention plan for him. <laughs> okay, good. <laughs> I don't think he disliked it. It just didn't do it for him the way everyone hyped it up for him. He, he missed watching it when he should have, before everyone told mm-hmm. him how great it was. Which happens? He did that to me with the Lego Movie, where he and everyone else told me it's the greatest, it's the best movie, it's better than Toy Story. It's the best Lego Movie. It's the best Lego. Movie. Uh, and so when I went to see it, I was like, "Better than Toy Story, huh?" Nope. <laughs> Although I did go back again and watch it. And really do enjoy the Lego Movie, but that's neither here nor there. Um, so, um, uh, what you typically do with the react rewatchman reacts is like, what grade do you anticipate giving this? Is that I don't know. If that's worth doing here, but um, it, it has been a while since you've yeah, seen this. I, I anticipate that that yeah. I mean, I, it's 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 a comedy from the eighties, late eighties. Mm-hmm. So you know, pacing wise, it's it's going to be a little bit slower than I think we're. I guess you have been uh, going through several eighties comedies in the past few weeks. <laughs> I have been. You're you're fresh off of. Uh, Caddyshack 2, right? Mm. The the oh. better of the Caddyshack movies. They're going to remake. When are they going to remake that? They probably will, won't they? Probably. Caddyshack. 
Yeah, Zach Efron will be uh, Bill Murray's character. Why would Zach Efron be Bill Murray's character? They'd yeah. give it to someone who thinks they're Bill Murray, like Ed Helms or Steve Carell. Zach Galifianakis. <laughs> Zach Galifianakis. Zach Galifianakis. There That's you go. All right. right. So the Zach Katie Shake is coming <laughs> soon. <laughs> um, cool. I guess uh, take a break here. Yeah. If, uh, is this streaming anywhere? Do we know? We do not know. I suppose I could have looked that up before we... It is Ghostbusters too. It was on eighty nine, so <laughs> you should be able to find it somewhere. Well, if you have access to Ghostbusters two, why not pop it in? Give it the rewatch yourself, and come back and see how we feel about it. Um, what's the What's the song in this one? It's not who are you gonna call Ghostbusters. No, it, it's someone else. So, there's some other. There's other recently. Some they, other pop song. They, I mean, I do love is it. Your song love for is it. lifting me yeah. high. That's not the song I'm thinking of. It's the montage. It's playing in my head right now. It'll come to you. And I'll put it right here. <laughs> yeah, I think this is going to be another one of those fucks. Nineteen eighty nine Ghostbusters two, directed by Ivan Reitman, who directed yep. the first one, written by Harold Ramis and Dan Aykroyd, who right. also wrote the first one. Right. And starring Dan Aykroyd. Basically everyone from the first Harold one. Harold Ramis, um, uh, Ernie, Ernie Hudson, Bill Murray, yeah. and Nozul, um, and Sigourney Weaver. Annie Potts. Annie Potts and Rick Moranis. Right. Yes. Uh, so ah, boy. I, okay, up front. Do you like this movie? Um, I, I do. Watching it the second time, the, the problem I have with it is the first Ghostbusters was so good. It's damn near perfect. This is nothing but a disappointment. Yeah. No matter how good it is, it's going to be a disappointment. Which, which we can discuss comedy sequels later, as we're discussing this. But look. Ghostbusters is one of the most lightning-in-a-bottle perfect movies ever made. Yeah. You might not like the humor in it. You might not like the actors in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're, they're, I, can, I can give it to like Ben. Ben didn't care for it. It just wasn't for him. And I can give him that. But the fact that it was guerrilla-style made. The right. fact that it was, it was impossibly made. Mm-hmm. The, everything that lined up to make the movie even exist was... Astronomical. I mean, the fact that Ray could get the money from his uh, account to <laughs> right put it, you know, what, so they could buy the station. What kind of, what kind of mortgage did he put I out? I mean, on come his on, house? it's that's amazing. <laughs> uh, but this 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 movie defies cinema. The the first one, the first, first one yes. defies cinema. 
there is no character arcs. There's no setup to the characters. There's no, no none, the characters don't inherently change, and yet somehow everything works in that first one. So it didn't matter what they were gonna do. Yeah, you weren't gonna live up to that first one. Oh, absolutely not. They even knew it. Yeah, Bill, Bill Murray is the first holdout on any situation because he's just such a particular guy. He didn't want to make the second one. No, he did not, and that's why he didn't want to make a third one. Mm-hmm. And that's why they didn't make a third one. He was the only one that. Yeah, was holding he's, out. He, I think the only way that he would do a third one is if he was a ghost. Yeah, yeah. It, there's, a, there's a more recent circumstance of the creators of a film knowing that they did something so right on the first time, they knew, they know they couldn't possibly do it again. Mm-hmm. Brad Bird and Pixar for The Incredibles. For the longest time, people were like, where's the second one? And Brad Bird, as the director of that, and the, the team that made Incredibles from Pixar said, what could we possibly do? That first right. one w- so good, so good. So perfect. We know we're only setting ourselves up for this point. Now, that being said, in a couple years from now, we are getting Incredibles 2. I trust Pixar in here, uh, in, in place Cars too. So. Yeah, but I'm still going to trust them. <laughs> they have a 99% record. <laughs> for for Cars 2, to make up for Cars 2, every short they've ever done. That's true. There you That's go. That's true. <laughs> but uh, you can tell a lot about a film by how much you talk about other movies. We've, we've segued from... Be- so what, what, what do you two. think? Do you like this? Because you, you came in liking this. Yeah, I, I do like this movie. There's mm-hmm. there's enough in it that makes me laugh. There's a lot some good one-liners. There's some good moments in the movie. But really taking a critical eye on it this time, which I've never done before, it's such a mess. Yeah. This movie is such a mess. There. So, well, in, in, sorry to interrupt no, you. No, that's fine. But, but so I had read just doing research for it and maybe you're going to get to this point or not, but the impact that the cartoon had on this movie was so immense. Like, they had to look... Because they had this audience now with the real Ghostbusters cartoon. Yeah. They had an audience of kids, so they had to cut out sexual innuendos. They had to clean up the humor a lot. Mm-hmm. And they had to change the ghosts so it looked like the ghosts from less, the, the cartoon. Yeah, less terrifying. Less but... terrifying and all that, and some more cartoony... And Slimer was a pet. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like a ghost. That's why Rick Moranis' character was like, oh, when did you, you get your license? Uh, and he ran up on the bus. Well, he's still hesitant. He, but, yeah, he's hesitant because he doesn't know about the license, but he you, still trusts <laughs> Slimer. You can look at, at, at cinema today and the effects that, like, um, we'll use Ninja Turtles as an example, G.I. Joe. Like, those were always merchandising yep. grabs. Those were always cash grabs. Ninja Turtles has never been good. Right. We can be nostalgic for it. It's never been good. G.I. Joe has never been good. It's just always been, how do we make the most amount of toys? Right. And that's what this movie, as you just said, fell victim to. Yep. The success of the real Ghostbusters and the toys. And I mean, how many costume changes do they have in this movie? From their different colored jumpsuits to right. the different proton packs they have well and just the marketing that they're changing all their icons yeah. to that two ghostbuster two symbol yeah which was just terrible and and that is so detrimental to this film you can yeah. clearly see that there was studio meddling in the making of this movie either that or or dan Aykroyd is as a writer he seems to like 
be great the first time, mm-hmm. and then the second time out, he seems to overthink himself. I mean, yeah. look at anything, anything that he's been like part of, and the second one is just typically so bad compared to the get, first one. Yeah, he gets in his own way. So uh, he may have written the, all that in, thinking this is funny. I I don't know if I can give too much uh, blame know, blame to Aykroyd. Because it was him and Harold Ramis wrote the first one together. Right. And they're, they're writing, they are a great writing dynamic. I don't know if you're aware of this. Yeah. Dan Aykroyd is a believer in the paranormal. He believes in the paranormal wholeheartedly. He believes he's been victim to uh, paranormal activity in his own life. Uh, he has his crystal skull yeah. vodka. Is, he's, he's a true, true believer. Harold Ramis, uh, you know, rest in peace was a true skeptic. He he believed wholeheartedly in wholeheartedly in science. And their two approaches uh, coming from those two perspectives to to create the first Ghostbusters mm-hmm. work so wonderfully. So well, yeah. yeah. Um, and I, I do I do think the a lot of the problems that come from this movie have to be from editing things out and, and the pace was so off. Like the introduction yeah. of Vigo was so like, oh, okay, Vigo's coming out of the painting now. The the slime in the streets. I, I really wonder... That I know that uh, there was someone making a Kickstarter that was running a Kickstarter to create a documentary about Ghostbusters 2. And it was the, the goal of the Kickstarter and the documentary was to recreate the original script using the, the footage that wasn't used using the storyboards, mm. using the original script, and recreating the original Ghostbusters 2. Very curious to see if that ever came to fruition, because there is there are a lot of aspects in this movie that could that are definitely unexplored and unexplained mm-hmm. and So he I mean and I had read as well that there were a couple like scenes in here, like short scenes that were originally storyboarded in the first one, like where the woman's um, fur coat comes the, the back mink, to life, yeah. Coat, yeah, comes back to life. That was originally slotted to be in the first film, mm-hmm. but it got cut for whatever reason. It's like Temple of Doom, <laughs> right? <laughs> How most of Temple of Doom's action pieces were created were what couldn't we do in the first one, right? <laughs> well, so, so those who might not remember the the general the plot of this movie, it's it's pretty simple. Uh, poor Dana Barrett. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no victim. kidding. Well, I, I would be a paranoid the rest of my life. I would leave New York City. I, I would try to figure out what's wrong with me because obviously I attract you this are, sort of like paranormal yeah. thing Some on sort the gateway. Of yeah, yeah, she's a conduit to, to be. She should move to Nebraska. Probably. Uh, although, um, it, canonically, they have stated uh, more than one. Uh, Dan Aykroyd, Ramis has said it himself, Bill Murray. They've all said Dana and Venkman got married Pinkman adopted Oscar. Yes. And they lived happily ever after. That yeah. was there. That was the story. But the, the premise of this is that there is an evil sludge developing underneath the city that is developing because of New York being so New York's aggression. angry and negative. Yeah. yeah. And Vigo the Carpathian is an evil spirit that has been prophesized to return through a baby. Just through circumstances of being in the museum, or Yannis, Jan, what is it? Yeah. Yeah. Peter McNulty. <laughs> uh, kidnaps Oscar and uses him 
as the as the kind of yeah the, the, the new vessel yeah and the ghostbusters have to stop it right that's the whole plot of the movie that's it there's no uh, i mean the ghostbusters the first one has there's the end of the world there's uh, it's developing them as being trusted by the city in order to save the city but even the first movie is pretty pretty straightforward plot yeah it, it's almost like they attempted to make it more complicated than it needed to be. Well, there's just a lot of things that are just... Yeah, I mean, it's all those plot points that are just unexplained. Like, the whole... The the river of sludge is just never really... I mean, they they go to it a couple times, and then it's like, eh. Mm-hmm. And, and it just so many, like, other things that just aren't ever explained. <laughs> like, why... Why did those two ghosts, those two ghosts come out of the slime that oh, was in, in the, the room, in the, uh, in the courtroom, courtroom like those two particular ghosts? And why were they in an electric chair? So we went from like former people being ghosts to inanimate objects now being ghosts, that's like right. a train. That's, that's, and, and the, the Titanic, Titanic showing up. I, and this, Cheech Marin, oh wait, Cheech Marin was alive. He's, yeah. He's alive. Yeah. yeah, okay. Um, you better not have just cursed him. Mm-hmm. It's been 2016, that it's been a bad year. It has been a bad year. <laughs> This movie feels a lot like Superman 2, in that Superman 2 and it's, and it was originally being filmed as with Superman right. 1 to be like part, know, yeah, part one, 1, part 2 of one, one big movie, and then they decided, no, we'll just make one movie and then we'll cobble together a second movie with a different director. This movie feels the same way, where it's like a lot of, a lot of what they were going to explore, they didn't, or, and it's that studio meddling for the merchandising, it's... It's a shame because I do feel like there could have genuinely been a, a really cool movie here. I agree. I I wonder too if it, I mean so the first Ghostbuster came out in eighty four, mm-hmm. right? This one came out in eighty nine, so mm-hmm. five year difference there. Plus you had the cartoon that was like building a new audience of yeah. young kids and all that in there. So I wonder too if it's this kind of rushed. You know, it's kind of like. Let's let's strike while the iron's hot. Mm-hmm. You know, right, you know, now's a great time for the second movie, and and maybe it wasn't as well thought out of uh, well thought, thought out yeah. as as the first one was. So, well, it starts. I, just, I it, love how it starts. It just says five years later. Boom, yep, and it goes. Yep. Uh, but then it it immediately once you reintroduce all the characters to show where everyone is. It's been five years. Peter's cashing in on the success of the Ghostbusters. He still doesn't believe in it. He still is a fraud, right? I mean, which, he, he he's he's a believer in it, but he has no actual authority right. in the science of it. He's the mouth. Uh, yeah, Winston and uh, and um, Ray are doing birthday parties, and and the Ghostbusters have, are kind of they they've worked themselves out of work. Yeah, Egon is the only one that's still kind of involved in the science. Mm-hmm. Although Ray is there, it was like what well, I, they have to pay the bills. They they do, but I don't. <laughs> I, I don't understand how that can be enough money to pay the bills when nobody likes them, when everybody is wants like, He-Man. They're, they're bored of them. I know. Yeah. A, right. I mean, and... and I, it's Jurassic uh, World is what it is. Right. It's like we've seen what, the dinosaurs, thanks. What, 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 what bothered me when I first watched the movie mm-hmm. and what still bothers me now is that they sing the Ghostbusters song. <laughs> it's so meta. <laughs> Why do they sing the Ghostbusters song? That should not be part of their world. Is Jurassic World Ghostbusters 2? Well, then what's Jurassic Park 2? I, I don't know. I don't. I'm just thinking of the whole aspect of like 
this meta referencing to yeah. this, to the to the and, first existence. and a movie being a mess of itself yeah and clinging to its old hope <laughs> yeah it is weird <laughs> weird weird uh, let's talk about Winston oh he just disappears every now in this movie he's like, like he's like there's a he's like there in the courtroom in the court and then the courtroom he's, attack happens and he's gone he's gone where did right. he go um, there was a second time um, uh, in, when when they were digging in the street. Well, where was Winston? They could have had him there. Right. I I wonder, is Winston a ghost? <laughs> Maybe. Like, I mean, they well, can interact with him. That's fine. So, He's not, like, dead and they don't see him there. Well, and I wonder, too, if, if actor-wise, it's Ernie Hudson. Originally, this was supposed to be Eddie Murphy. Right, yeah. So I wonder if Eddie Murphy had signed on for the first one. Mm-hmm. If he had signed up. If he would have signed up for the second one, seeing how limited it was. Or would he have had a bigger role... Because he was a bigger actor at that point than almost anybody else that was in the movie. Yeah. That was 80s Eddie Murphy. Right. And 80s Eddie Murphy is the only good Eddie Murphy. That's who I was talking about. Yeah. that's the, And I, I'm glad he's not in it because I feel like he would have... He, that, again, that first movie is so perfect. Right. It's just the stars aligned. I feel Eddie Murphy would... Well, he, he wasn't there yet. I mean, mm-hmm. he was he was finishing his run on Saturday Night Live then, so he was a bigger star. Yeah, yeah. But he wasn't the Eddie Murphy of Beverly Hills Cop yet. Yeah, he he hadn't burst onto right. the scene. He was still so young. So I think in 84, if he was in that, he would have been fine. He would have fit that Winston role. Because I don't think that they made any changes for that. Mm-hmm. That might have been Will Ferrell in old school, right? Yeah. Not, not, not the Will Ferrell we know now. Will right. Ferrell in old school was a sidekick. Right. Maybe that could have been it, but you know, I'm glad it wasn't. I'm glad it wasn't. But I, I just imagine that if he, if it was him and he had signed up for it, I think Winston's role would have been much bigger. It would have had to have been much bigger. I, he has something to do when he's on the screen. Yep. But every now and then, they just write. He's not there. Like, or he like, just becomes like in this in the in the underground scene when they they the three of them find the river. Mm-hmm. It's it's like he, they forgot his voice there because he became Vankman <laughs> basically right right I mean Vankman yeah because that was like if you look at the that same scene of the train coming down and and the two of them peeling off and just the one staring at the train screaming mm-hmm. that's Vankman that and Slimer <laughs> in the first film yeah he just turns and stares can't move as the Slimer Blah, ghost is coming and hitting him I got trained right so you know, it's like they, they you know, Vakeman, they, they wrote this other plot line where he's on a date. Mm-hmm. And they needed the third person then down there. It's a waste. It's more of that clunky. Er, Ernie Hudson is a, is a very fine actor. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, he proved he could hold his own, especially in the first one. But he became more of a... We just need a third guy here. What's, yeah. Ernie, what's Ernie doing? Right. Get, get Winston in this scene. Um, it's... Uh, when they finally like come back, like when the Ghostbusters come back into action, it is so. It's another abrupt moment where yep. suddenly it's like we're back in action. New car, new logos. The yep. town loves us again. And everyone's cheering. Hey, it's, Ghostbusters, Ghostbusters! It's it's too quick of a turnaround for them to do anything. Uh, and 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 I don't know. I I'm sorry, but if I'm in New York in 1989 mm-hmm. and all this crazy shit's happening. Mm-hmm. 
and I see the Statue of Liberty walking down the street, I'm not cheering. Okay, wait a people see this, they're gonna love it. I am screaming and running in the other direction, particularly because five years earlier, a giant marshmallow, right? That wasn't good. So, I'm sorry, the Statue of Liberty is not a, ooh, oh, yay, let's cheer for this. It's it's odd. The last time I watched this, when Harold Ramis passed away, <laughs> that scene with the Statue of Liberty, I had this, like, swell of of of, of uh, joy. Like, it, it made me, like, uh, it felt like a really genuinely great moment. And then watching it tonight, I even, like, anticipated the note and saying, oh, the Liberty moment's fantastic. But then as I was playing out, I was like... No, it's not. I don't know why the maybe it's the, the using that great song. Or, uh-huh. For some reason or another, the last time I watched it, it really like just made me happy. And this time watching, it, I was kind of like ho hum. Yeah, that's it's that's a I guess it's just a mentality of watching it then versus now. Well, I don't know. And, and can they call the? I think they should rename rename the uh, pink slime to MacGuffin as well. <laughs> Because well, yeah, because it's super concentrated evil, but they were able to use it to destroy. Well, they 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 found that it liked music, so it would move to music, and somehow you can plug in a controller and control, <laughs> control the Statue of Liberty. Liberty. <laughs> they figured all this out from the slime just playing around with it. I I ask you this, okay? Since uh, we're, what could have been? Okay, we were just discussing what could have been with the first one. What could have been with this one? I think. And we're all, this is all fantasy, of course, but right, right now, let's do a little, right, little, right, bit, right. A little bit of franchise franchise and if in, all right. in, in, in let's fantasize Crossover. what could have been. It's like Simon and Simon and Magnum <laughs> P.I. right here. <laughs> One of my favorite elements of franchise franchise, the Jeff Bell's podcast on Ghost Hat, quick plug for him, is the discussion, discussion of a movie and then the discussion of what a sequel could be, like mm-hmm. what, what would be an ideal sequel. And I think that this movie could have started in the courtroom with them being tried for the events of the first one. Like, even though they saved the day, even though they right. were heroes... Right, they saw that sued, they said. Yeah. And... Instead of jumping forward five years, mm-hmm. they could have jumped forward six, six months, months. Yep. a year, a year even. Like, put it forward a year, like the trial. In fact, you could use the news reporters to recap the first one. Mm-hmm. And, you know, really, I'm, I'm more of a fan of standalone films, but if you're going to make a sequel, find a way to make it a truer sequel. Mm-hmm. Re- having an opening, this is the trial The trial of the Ghostbusters, um, supposed paranormal. Some people believe them, some people are deniers. You can recap the whole first movie through news reports. You can show graphs of like the number of incidents, reports of ghosts have mm-hmm. gone, you know, have plummeted mm-hmm. since since the, the since the, that day and stuff like that. Like, are they fake? Did they fake this? Just and, uh... and they could have kept working like small jobs up to the trial mm-hmm. and then open on the trial of of the ghostbusters mm-hmm. and in, in addition to that you didn't need the contrived idea of dana's husband who doesn't exist in baby oscar right oscar could be uh uh rick moranis's baby right they had sex in the first movie you could make it uh what's his name tully um uh I'm letting you do it. But what's his name? I'm not gonna help you. What, Stanley. Stanley? No. What's his name? I'm not helping you. Oh, come on, you're killing me. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> but it could have been like so. That's how. Then you have a baby. Yeah. That's that is um, uh, Sigourney Weaver, and um, it's Dana's baby uh, to a legitimate character who is a father. Uh, you could have some nice uh, 
interaction between Peter. Well, and and the fact that you know they, they, that maybe maybe Dana has picked up on it, but Lewis Tully. Lewis, thank you. <laughs> he doesn't really, you know, they don't really remember it. Like mm-hmm. like they don't really remember. So so she doesn't know necessarily who the father is, type of thing. So mm-hmm. it could be Vankman. Yeah. It's just, it could be, it, you know, but Tully is never in the mind. That makes a whole lot more sense. And maybe then the the Zool could be more of a, a guardian for some bigger... For Vigo, even. Oh, yeah. You can or, still use Vigo the Carpathian. Right, you could. I, I, the, it's just, oh, what could have been. Right. The, it, this movie is not... Tie them together much cleaner. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe the, the first time it was a straightforward kind of attack... From the ghosts to mm-hmm. break in from from Zool and all that, the second time can be. You can use the underground, or we can use other things to try to like mobilize the ghosts or, or whatever they're trying to do. I don't even know what's yeah, the goal. Yeah. What's the point I, of all these I, ghosts? Like, are they, <laughs> are they trying to take over? I don't know. So so that leads. That's that's a nice segue into the coming Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. Like, and I, well, and that's why we picked this. That, yeah, because the new Ghostbusters is coming out. And maybe we should wrap up Ghostbusters 2 before we segue into okay. Ghost, the new Ghostbusters that's about to come out. Um, but watch the first Ghostbusters. The first Ghostbusters is an important piece of cinema. Yep, It's an important piece of independent filmmaking. And for for many respects, you can, you can watch the movie for, from many different points of views, from a writing structure and how it breaks tradition. Like, it's it's such a unique film. I said mm-hmm. earlier, there's no arcs, there's no character development, no. and yet it still works. Uh, you can look at it from a technical standpoint and what they were able to achieve with pennies for those special effects. Mm-hmm. You can look at it from a pure comedy point of view, and it's brilliant comedy from some of the finest sketch comedy and improv artists of of their era, of any era. And honestly, no, yeah, and and nobody's blatantly over the top upstaging. Which no. you get all the time now in modern comedies. Yes. There's, there's always, everyone's. It's all the one-upsmanship of who can be funnier, who can come up with the the they, raunchier line. They all had characters, and while there were there, there was you know they they didn't go by the script. Mm-hmm. They stuck to their characters. Yes, and they didn't. They weren't. They weren't themselves. It's not like an Adam Sandler movie, your favorite. Ah, shut up. Where, <laughs> it's, it's not Seth Rogen being Seth Rogen. Right. It's the, yeah, it's, 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 you know, them being the, their different characters. They're not themselves. Mm-hmm. And they embody it. I think Dan Aykroyd maybe does it better than anybody else in here. And I am not one to praise anything Dan Aykroyd does. <laughs> <Me either. laughs> but he becomes Ray. Yeah. yeah. And, and, and he becomes like, like just the kind of the, the Bambi in, in, you know, looking through the glass door type mm-hmm. of thing. Like, he's just amazed by everything that he sees, even though he's oh, a scientist. Oh, wow. And, yeah. he, and he does it in two. When, yeah, when he does. When the, the Facelli brothers come out of the lake. Yeah. Like, and he's like, oh, wow. Like, that, that, that wide-eyed yeah. innocence to it, that heart of the team. Yeah. And, I, he, and, and they do that so well in both of them mm-hmm. that, yeah, you're right. Today is troop comedy type thing like they for the most part because i think there are some exceptions but for the most part they they are just themselves yeah. and you know they just have the storyline that they're in and so yeah they sit around and four hours of them just one-upping each other and and ghostbusters 2 i i, I think in in a way it is worth watching i think definitely watch the first one i think watch the second one for with much lower expectations much lower expectations <laughs> but also kind of 
from a perspective of like, well, what does work? And you can mm-hmm. clearly see what doesn't work. Well, find find those moments that do still work. I wish that this team would have made a third one. I think if they would have made a third one with the mistakes of the second one, we would have had an incredibly, uh, an incredible third film. We could have. Uh, it, it, we yeah. will. Ne- we never will. We'll, we never will. We know. never will because that team is done. Yep. That team doesn't exist anymore. Uh, Harold Ramis has passed away. Um, it's just not. We're not capable to capable to see what that third right. movie could have been. But I think that this movie could have been a wonderful second movie to learn from and, and could have made a, a spectacular third movie for them to go out on. But we'll never get that. Um, so I overall, I say generally, the, 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 the standard movie watcher, you can skip this. I, I would, I, I I would agree. I, there's no stand-up performances. There's no like scene... Mm-mm. Like like, there's not much for quotables for this either. Yeah, there's and there's a couple of fun lines, but you know, there's like, uh, can you put the baby down? <laughs> you're short, your belly button sticks out, and you're a terrible burden on your yeah, mother. Yeah, that that was funny, and that and to me that was him ad libbing. Yeah, that was him just doing the scene, and I mean, who knows what the outtakes were because they were probably just <laughs> as funny if not funnier. There's nothing iconic in this movie no. except Vigo the Carpathian. Did you know who voiced him? I know who voiced who voiced him. Max von Sydow or Sydow. Why do I know that name? He was he he was just in the Force Awakens. He was oh, in the beginning. He's, he's yeah. He, he has an iconic iconic. He's voice. the tree <laughs> from yes. Game of Thrones. Yes, he's the three eyed raven. He is a fantastic actor. Like his voice is just so powerful. Yeah. When he was first cast in the the Force Awakens, I thought for sure he'd be a villain. Mm-hmm. Because, <laughs> just because, no, and he was, but he was barely in it, and it was, like, yeah, sad, yeah. and he's like, who is this guy? Um, one thing that I do want to point out, that my wife pointed out, mm-hmm. is that art restoration is not a part-time job <laughs> that you can just pick up and then decide to go back to the symphony when <laughs> you're... It I'm, takes years and years and years of study before you can even get to that point that she de- was. You need a degree in it. You need a degree in it in order to do it. And a, a museum like that isn't going to hire someone who's in the symphony working part-time raising their son to do that because... I just, just picked up a quick, right. little, quick little job. There. Eh, she's cute and she's like three <laughs> feet taller than me, but I'm okay with it. Because Sigourney Weaver is very tall. Sigourney Weaver is... I love Sigourney Weaver. She is great, she's, though. She is great. Fantastic. I mean, it, she, she is one of those actresses. She can play the, like the tough badass, Ripley. like an aliens. Mm-hmm. Or she can play the the leading lady in this the doe-eyed sweet right. woman, but yeah. but still not, but in but but have a, a a large even in this role, there's a lot of independence in her too, right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, I mean, she's single and raising her son, mm-hmm. and she's fine with that. Yep. It's yep. not until these outside interventions that no one can explain are starting. I I like that they that the. The French, the fact that she goes back to Egon, the first scene she yes. goes back to him and and, re, and talks to him, felt so natural that yeah, I could believe for five years these these two have still are still friends. Mm-hmm. Like that felt really, I, I really enjoyed that. Vigo Carpathian, we'll, we'll, we're gonna leave Ghostbusters two behind just shortly. Okay, but I want to recommend. I'm not gonna go into it right here. I'm just gonna recommend you check this out. Anyone listening, check this out. There's an article online called "The Hateful Life." And the spiteful death of the man who was Vigo the Carpathian. The guy who played Vigo the Carpathian is evil. Yes. 
this guy's life story is insane. I, I've heard this. That he, I just, he is... just, just some broad strokes. Okay, for you. Go he's ahead. the son of a Nazi. He was a former bodybuilder. He was once so handsome that painters were falling all over themselves around the world to paint him. He was never happier than if he was making someone hate his very existence. He was. People tried to murder him constantly. This dude was awful. <laughs> the fact that he's Vigo the Carpathian just makes perfect poetic sense. But seek, seek out this article. The hateful life and the spiteful death of the man who is Vigo the Carpathian. It's the stuff of nightmares. <laughs> and it could be its own film. So you really should read it before bedtime. Yes, read it before bedtime. It's, it's some fascinating biography. It is really quite cool. <laughs> In that it's just so screwed up. <laughs> I don't even remember what, what led me to it. I think it was uh, Mr. Sunday Movies Podcast okay. for uh, comic book. You're uh, just plugging everybody today. I'm like a plug machine. I'm, like, should, a, uh, I'm like a power outlet. I'm just like waiting for that, like, in this segment brought to you by <laughs> hey, as soon as we start Ghost getting... Hat Productions. <laughs> Ghost um, Hat. <laughs> uh, so that's that's Ghostbusters 2, but I, you, I think we should discuss the new Ghostbusters. Yeah, I, I, I think so. So, let, let me ask you this. Mm -hmm. When you heard that the new Ghostbusters was coming out, mm -hmm. um, you know, that, that they were creating a new one, what was your initial thought? And this is even though it's not going to talk about casting or right, anything like right. that. Just my, you heard a new one was coming out. My first thought was, cool, because they had already done it. There was a cartoon in the 90s called The Extreme Ghostbusters, which was Egon training and working with a bunch of kids as like a bunch of young adults as ghostbusters mm -hmm. there was a, a tough chick with purple hair there was a, a dude who was like gambit basically there was a kid in a wheelchair and it was a it was a it was a probably only on for I, I i don't even remember how many episodes there possibly could have been i could look it up right now but i'm not gonna it was a good show and it, it was the passing of the torch to this new generation of ghostbusters and i'm like cool do that in a movie it, there's a precedent for mm -hmm. it, and they're gonna do it anyway. That was my thought. I was like, "Well, why did it take so long? God damn it!" Okay, then next step. You so you hear the casting, right? The the official. I mean, yeah. when I heard Apatow was gonna do it, I was like, yep. "God okay, help so, us!" Yeah, no. so Apatow is there, and then the the official casting. Yes. So Kristen Wiig. Yes. Hell yeah, I love Kristen Wiig. Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. When Melissa McCarthy is given the right material, hell yeah, I'm okay with like. I don't care for uh, like Tammy or identity theft, mm -hmm. but Spy, wow, well, was much better than it probably should have been. Um, uh, Bridesmaids, when yes. she, in a role like that, in an ensemble role, like she does, she's great. great. So I was like, okay, cool. I mean, Kristen Wiig, I'm more like on board with, but Melissa McCarthy, great. Like Kate McKinnon. Kate McKinnon is the all star of SNL right now. She is great. I love her. Like, I, she is. I can understand why people might hate her but i think she's brilliant yes she's she is uh, a, an incredibly powerful comedian mm-hmm uh, and and to see her in the cast i was like hell yeah and then <laughs> what was the fourth leslie jones when leslie jones was announced the only thing she had done on snl so far consistently was just yell yes right but after she was cast they started putting her into different skits they started allowing her to do more than just be the loud yelling lady right as yeah. soon as she broke from that 
I was like, you know what? Leslie Jones actually is pretty damn funny. She is funny. She's, yeah, she's had a, a lot better skits now. Mm-hmm. The ninja one was great. Mm-hmm. And then the following week when she did the weekend update, she talked about getting old. And she's like, you know, sometimes you do this. Sometimes you do this. Sometimes you pull an ACL being a ninja. I should be being a ninja. I'm almost 40. <laughs> well, and then she did uh, Naked and Afraid with Peter Dinklage. <laughs> so the cast, I was, I was like, Right, huh? That's that is a great well, Thor as well. Oh yeah, so Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. So then beefcake. So then you you heard some of the plot points mm. that this was going to be. I haven't heard much plot points, so you, okay. can, you can instill some plot points on me. It's it's not a handoff. Okay. It's 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 a reboot. Okay. So it's gonna it, it's gonna be the origin story again. But there is no origin story in the original. Well, no, yeah, there is. I mean, it's it's it's. Yes, sorry. There's an origin story for the, for the team. For the team, but not for the characters. Right, right. Yes. So it's for the team. Origin story for the team. So it's it's going to start from the beginning again. Hmm. That that I'm not a fan of. And then I saw the preview. I was like, oh boy. Yeah. How is it that 1998, 19 what was the first one? 1985. 1984. And 1984. And 1989. Yeah, 89. How do those special effects... How does Stay Puff look better than CG Stay Puff? Now, now, to be fair, a lot of times for the trailers, the CG isn't completely done yet. True, true. To be, and to be we fair... Should, we, we should all realize that. And, and, and it was... You know, they wanted to get something out, I think, for Comic-Con last year. And mm-hmm. that's where it came out. So... Mm-hmm. so so almost, been rushed. almost a full year before the film was was coming out because it's coming out what two weeks from today, so yes, probably right yeah. around the time that this is this comes out. Yeah, yeah. Ghostbusters will be the next movie to like the next big franchise or next big movie to launch. Mm-hmm. They showed the last shot of the movie in the trailer. I know they did. I'm I am I am calling it right now. I've, I may have called it on the podcast already. I'm going to call it again. I'm Tisa Damasin it. There's a shot in the trailer where the ghost flies right at the camera, and boom. That's the last shot in the movie. That's going to be the Spider-Man 2 sewer crate, uh, yep. sewer top stop uh, shot. <laughs> top stop shot. Top, 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 top. How about you? What did you think when you when you heard they were making another one? What were your thoughts? Uh, well, I... It, it's like... It, it, there's so many... There, there's certain movies that I think should never be remade, that... That the original version is is a diamond, right? I mean, you, you don't redo it, and I think Ghostbusters is one of those. Mm-hmm. I mean, they proved it. Ghostbusters two, right? Fail. Well, you can. I think follow ups are fine, mm-hmm. but a, a remake to me, plus with Harold Ramis passing away, like mm-hmm. what a year ago or whatever, you know, like right before it was announced that this was coming out. Yeah, you know, and again, there have been rumors for. Years of a Ghostbusters three, for years. I, I I can remember hearing stories of Dan Aykroyd sending Bill Murray a script yep. and Bill Murray shredding it and sending it back to him because yep. he was the holdout and they wouldn't do it without him and he just kept sending the scripts back. And okay. uh, so I was very hesitant, mm-hmm. you but know. Then, but then what about? Because the, well, and again. When the, the when your main advocate and cheerleader is Dan Aykroyd, not, not it gives me pause. <laughs> um, but then the cast, Kristen Wiig, 
I'm like 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 individually, I'm fine with all four of them. Mm-hmm. I mean, like I had the same way. I was so happy for Kate McKinnon because again, she's been killing it. Yeah, yeah. On 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 SNL, and it's like she's going to be, I think, the next breakout star, mm-hmm. and this could be her chance because she can do anything basically on that show. She's so valuable. She's like. Kristen Wiig. She's like Kristen Wiig. Yeah. She's like she's she's like Phil Hartman in that that any celebrity she'll become that celebrity mm-hmm. and she'll do such a good job as that celebrity. Like Phil Hartman's impressions were so good. Yeah. Her like so her Ellen is like his <laughs> his uh, uh, Frank Sinatra. Mm-hmm. Like it's so good. I think uh, Taron Kinnam Taron Killam is the other ace in the hole that they have currently. Yeah, I mean, he's been the ace in the hole for, like, the last four or five years. Yeah. He just hasn't, like, <laughs> broken out for whatever reason. But, uh, but so any, anyway. Individually. Any, individu- but it's, like, I I was hoping <coughs> if they were going to do something like that, mix it up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. I mean, you can go all-female. That's that's fine. Mm-hmm. You just, you know, the all-male one was the first one. It was in the 80s, so it was more accepted then. But have a mix. Like, guys and girls? <coughs> Right, because they're doing, like, basically they're flipping everything, right? Janine is now going to be played by Chris Hemsworth. Mm-hmm. So he's going to be the ditzy, good-looking guy. Oh, well, I mean, Annie Potts. No, <coughs> no one will be able to capture what Annie Potts can A- Annie Potts is a very attractive female. She, she is. She still is. <laughs> she I mean, have you seen is. her? Like, she still is very she's, attractive. She's held up well. Clearly something <coughs> paranormal is keeping her right. <laughs> intact. <laughs> right, but she was phenomenal in the movies as well. I, I think Chris Hemsworth is fine, but... It's like, it's like, let's just go everything opposite. Mm-hmm. I just, I'm with the cast. I'm with the fact that they're going to do it anyway. Mm-hmm. But then I see that trailer and I'm like, I'm not, I'm not sold on this. It doesn't, it doesn't instill me with a lot of hope, but I am going to pay to see this movie because I don't understand why this is the movie that tipped the scale, that it broke the camel's back on the, like, broke the nerd on the internet's back. Yeah, yeah, I think the the reaction, to, to me, the reaction to this was stronger than when Affleck was Batman. Why is this the most disliked movie trailer in YouTube history? Why? I don't, right. I, I may do, my next one minute rewatch may be Ghostbusters, I haven't decided yet. Um, but the, the point I would like to make here, which I have more of a form to do it in long form, right. that I would will potentially do again in my one minute uh, review, is why, and I'm not the first one to say this, I will re- restate it as others have, why is this the hill that these people want to die on? Right. Yes. Yeah. The, why is that? I know plenty of other <coughs> movies that are held at, a, at, it's at the same sacred level. Yes. The Thing. Alien, Predator, like just to just draw from the uh, sci-fi realm mm-hmm. that Ghostbusters is. There are so many remakes that have come out. It, they're going to keep coming and coming and coming. Why is this the one that broke everybody? Yeah, I've not seen anything about this that has made me go, "Yes, you people are right." I don't get it. what's going I, on. I here? don't get it. Right. And, and and maybe they 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 maybe they decided to bring that trailer in for a reason, and it was a bad decision. I don't know, but and you know, it, it just I don't know. I I didn't think 
that the trailer was so bad that it should be the most disliked <laughs> video on YouTube. Like, there, the pitchforks and torches were There is a lot bed. of shit on YouTube that is a hell of a lot worse <laughs> than there, that. There are worse movies that have been remade. Yeah. I don't have a particular love for Red Dawn, but that remake of Red Dawn is terrible. It's a piece of garbage. And, it, it is terrible. And the Thing remake was just a waste of time. Uh, I just I don't get why this is the one. So I'm gonna pay to see this movie because I don't think it deserves the vitriol that it's getting. no, and, no, I, and 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 shame on and you know what most of these people who are bitching about it are gonna go pay to see it anyway. They, I, I need to see how bad it is. Well, look at Batman Superman. How many people were bitching about that movie? <laughs> I'm still bitching about that. Movie. Oh, I know. <laughs> and and that's gonna be my measurement for the summer movie. Mm-hmm. Is it better than Batman Superman? Probably. Yes. So then it is a good movie. Because Batman Superman is a bad movie. Yes, yes it is. I'm sorry, DC. I don't apologize. I'm, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Your DC world is <laughs> crashing around you. The TV still gets it right. The TV still gets it right. Just rocking in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> so I just don't understand why why this is getting the. Here's a, here's another point of conversation, and this kind of goes back to Ghostbusters too. I don't think you can make a, a sequel to a comedy. Now, granted, Ghostbusters isn't just a comedy. Right. It's sci-fi. It's it's horror. Sci- sci-fi, horror, comedy. Yep. You know, there's, there's it's it's got multiple elements to it, and that's what lends it to being better mm-hmm. than what it is at its surface. The Hangover is a perfect example of, of the same thing. The Hangover isn't just a comedy. The Hangover is a mystery movie. Mm-hmm. Right. And a comedy combined. You, you need You need more... Than just comedy, like a straight up comedy, it doesn't. Yeah, you get vacation. You get anything my boy Sandler does. Like, and even when he tries to transcend it to other things, it doesn't work. I don't think you can make a good. There's. Has I, he done any sequels? I'm sorry. See, oh, Sandler sequels. I, I was just picking Sandler yeah. in general. Well, I think like all of his movies are sequels. <laughs> so anyway, so what's, what's the, the next vacation character. he's gonna go right. on? What's how can I wear my board shorts and uh, how can I make out with Kate Beckinsale? <laughs> I think there are two good comedy sequels. That's it. Austin Powers 2 and Christmas Vacation. That's it. I think every other comedy sequel is a pale comparison or a pale repeat of... I mean, you're watching the Police Academy movies right now. Is the first one the best one? Yes, but... I mean, how many other franchises could you say that about? Look at Indiana Jones. Which was the best one? Well, the first one. Yeah. I, I, it's... Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so there's always that, that the first one always sets it up. I mean, there are exceptions. Right. Star Wars, I would say Empire is the best Terminator one. Terminator as well. Terminator 2 being better than Terminator 1. Aliens, potentially. Well, I mean, it's a different type right. of movie than Alien. But, and, and we can go on a right, conversation but, about franchise. So I mean, when, when you set the bar that high in the first one, and, and, and certainly um, Ghostbusters did that. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like we opened up, like, like this movie can be fine, but it, it would be better almost if it was named something else. Yeah. You know, if it was named, like, uh, Trappers or <laughs> well, something like that. that. You know, like, that's like, why the Cornetto trilogy is so amazing. Yeah. It's because, like, I'm not going to make a sequel to Shaun of the Dead. We're just going to take the same team and make a spiritual sequel. Mm-hmm. I just don't feel like comedies are made... To be to have sequels, the Hangover trilogy is a terrible trilogy. Mm-hmm. Those movies are bad. Those second and third movies, uh, Anchorman Two is bad. 
Evan Almighty is bad. <laughs> yeah, I don't know why that one was bad. But well, I mean, and and because well, and normally like with with when you when you are sitting down for a comedy, like like if you and I are writing something, mm-hmm. we're gonna write the complete story, yeah. right? And all the loops are gonna be closed. There's nothing left for the next one. Mm-hmm. Whereas other movies or other serials, there's you know Indiana Jones being an example. Yeah, that story is wrapped up. But his role, there's, there's more adventures, there's to, more be adventures told, yeah. to be told, and then he referred to some of his other adventures and things mm-hmm. like that. So I think it's really hard for a company to do that. But what studio is going to say? Let's not. Look, you know, it made a billion dollars. Right. Let's not make another. Let's one. Let's not make another one. You it's, know, because even Awesome Powers made Awesome Powers three. Oh yeah, and you know, I know some people like that one best. I, I disagree. It's not the best. It's got no. Beyonce in it and Travolta. So how could it be? <laughs> hey, don't be knocking Beyonce, okay? I'm She's sorry. the queen. She, uh, you're right. I don't are want you, the... Are you going to rip Oprah next? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> so they're going to make this Ghostbusters. This Ghostbusters made. It's coming out. The new yep. one's coming out. Um, dependent upon its reception, they are hoping to capitalize on... They, they think they have a franchise on their hands. Well, what about the rumors at one point that they're going to have multiple... Right. Aykroyd still says there will be a Ghostbusters 3. But... No, 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 no. And, what, Channing Tatum and Chris Chaining, Pratt? Yeah, that they're going to be in a different Ghostbusters team, in a different world, multiverse. I've, I've, I feel like I've repeated myself a lot on this podcast, so I'm going to repeat something else. I've said it before, and I will continue to say it. Marvel has created a system... That everyone can fail at. <laughs> They've created the the shared multi multi picture universe that everyone can look at and fail at trying to repeat. Yep. Ghostbusters doesn't need a freaking world shared sandbox universe. If you want to do that, just make a freaking TV show. Like, don't waste our time <laughs> with that shtick. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm afraid even the first Ghostbusters it doesn't have enough of an idea. To warrant more of that. No. The the cartoon, perhaps, explored it as thoroughly as it needed to be. 22 <laughs> minutes, once a week, funny, goofy adventures with cartoon ghosts and whatnot. That's I, where it belongs. I, I think the only type of shared universe that would work outside of Marvel now, that might work, mm-hmm. is when the, you put two ridiculous franchises together, such as Men in Black. Yeah. <laughs> And 21 Jump Street, you're putting that in the same world, that will work because it will be hilarious and it's kind of making fun of all the other oh, yeah. franchises oh, yeah. that are not Marvel, <laughs> that are just fail, that look at it and go, we have to create that world and make all these Shared cereals. universe. You didn't like the first 21 Jump Street. If I remember correctly, you put it as one of your worst movies of the it, year. I agree. Mm-hmm. I agree. Um, but you were a fan of the show. I was a fan of the show, and I was disappointing, disappointed that, A, I wasn't in it. Okay. Yeah. And, B, <laughs> B, I didn't write it. Hmm. And, at C, it became more of a farce than... It made fun of itself. Right. It? I mean, I, I, I you know, because there was a trend of, of movies, Baggy Starsky and Hodge and some others, mm-hmm. that would, instead of taking the... the um, feeling of the show and whether it be a drama or whatnot they made into a comedy and make fun of it yeah. make fun of the were, era make fun of were you the one that pointed out that any any old tv show that was made into a film comes down to how do we steal that family's money was that you who pointed that i out? don't think like, so no, and family yeah. let's steal the money yeah brady bunch let's steal their money it seems to be that way though <laughs> yeah that's 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 the i i did not say that i don't remember it who it was whoever it was if you're listening credit to you <laughs> 
it's, uh, a, it's a simple plot, and they all oh, well, and they're all comedies, mm-hmm. you know. So they all turn into comedies then too. So then it's it's it goes back to your franchise thing because you, you take all the good points that you want. Like Chips is coming out soon. I what? Yes, yeah, oh, yeah, so they're remaking yeah, yeah. Chips into a comedy. Um, there's all those things are, are, are coming on. They're all going to be a I, farce of themselves. I know. You're going to have the original people make cameos and, hey, look, it's Pond, the original Pond. Name recognition is all that matters anymore. But surely there must be a way to capitalize on name recognition and give us something unique and new and original and, and breathing new life into it. Somehow. Someone has to be doing it. I think 21 Jump Street was an example of, I mean, it's Lord and Miller and those two guys somehow can take every piece of garbage that's handed to them and turn it into gold. Hey, Clyde with a chance of meatballs. Hey, it's good. Lego movie. Psh. Hey, it's good. Yeah. 21 Jump Street. What the heck? Hey, it's good. So, sure. <laughs> Agreed to disagree. Surely there must be... I think Planet of the Apes is an example of someone who said, I'm not just going to Tim Burton this. I'm not just going to try to capitalize on the, the success of the name right. or the recognition of the name. I'm going to make something good. I just wish more people would do that. Well, and, and just think of... of. Now, I'm going to say a stat that I'm not sure is true, but I'm pretty <laughs> sure it is. Okay. The, the, the movie released this year, the, the number one movie that was an original story, so it wasn't based on any comic book, it wasn't based on a TV show, it wasn't based on a, a prior wholly movie. original, wholly part. original story that was in a movie, and that was the first place that it was seen. Hmm. Any guesses? Zootopia. Zootopia. All right, cool. Hey, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> now, name me one from last year. That was nuts. I mean, because every was... like like the Zootopia is such a rare gem mm-hmm. that it was an original story that tackled some pretty heavy stuff in in a format that worked for a lot of people um but it wasn't based on a book it wasn't based on i mean like the biggest movies have been based on comic books Mm -hmm. or have been sequels or remakes or remakes yeah it's just the it's just the 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 nature of hollywood now i mean the system has always been capitalizing on the success of previous things so it's just built upon that yeah yeah it's it's i'm gonna give ghostbusters the benefit of the doubt i'm gonna go in and say you know i'm gonna have a good time i like these actresses Mm -hmm. i support this female empowerment i'm down like i I support it for that what i don't want what i don't want i know we said before that like chris hemsworth is janine Mm -hmm. what i don't want is to say that oh Kate McKinnon's character is is Egon for right. sure yeah. and Melissa McCarthy's Ray. Mm-hmm. I want them to be their own characters, right? I want Me them too. to create yeah, their yeah. own people because I don't I don't want to see a remake of the original Ghostbusters. I want to see a whole new Ghostbusters, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it looks like that will happen. There may be some pieces because I mean obviously, you know the three characters that you really know well, they're all scientists, right? Right. You know, and they all they all study and they're all very smart mm-hmm. i think the same is happening for, for them leslie jones's character looks like she's playing like a subway teller. She, she's a uh, um sanitation worker. sanitation yeah. worker that becomes a, a ghostbuster i know that was like a big point of contention in some people online like oh that's racist and leslie jones herself was like uh no it's not mm-hmm. i think this is cool that anyone can be a ghostbuster Right, I mean that part's cool, but I mean it, it, and that already shows that it's a different character because you had said 
um, before. Winston. Winston yeah. is yeah. actually the smartest out of the four of them. Mm-hmm. He's he the most studied. Like three PhDs, master, former Marine. It, it was all in the script, but it never made it to the screen so, because they needed a, a, an audience avatar who could ask the plain and simple language questions. Right. So, so really, I mean, it, being that the case, like already Leslie Jones is not Winston. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, to or me, maybe like, she has a PhD and works for sanitation. <laughs> right. <laughs> PhD in sanitation, so it's it's to me that that's that's my, my that would be my fear is that that the characters become the same mm-hmm. and I don't want that I don't want give, uh, give me something new yeah give absolutely I, I think there's enough in the world of Ghostbusters that you can create new stories and new teams and yeah. have fun with it and it can still be very good I mean there's so much supernatural out there. There's the 12 seasons of a show, as a matter of fact. <laughs> Super, supernatural. Yeah, right, right. Like, yeah, I got you. Hang Plugging that. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, you know, I, I think there's enough to explore. And the other thing I don't want to do is compare it to the original Ghostbusters. Mm-hmm. I don't think it would be even worth doing that. No. No, yeah. it's, it's, it's not. And, and I... Before You're setting I, yourself up for disappointment. Well, well, right, right. And before I see the new one, I don't want to see the old one. You're not going to rewatch. I'm not going to rewatch it, right? Because because yeah. I will be comparing it. Mm-hmm. Then I, I will be seeing similarities because I'm sure there will be some. There will be some callbacks to the original one. As I'm understanding, all the surviving members are in it, in it, making cameos. They've all seen it and too, and they all they've all, they've all the thumbs up. Yeah, they've all loved it. Even Bill Murray has said it's it's a great cast and ca- great. Ca- crotchety old Bill Murray. Right. <laughs> I mean, in, in 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 I'll take his word over Dan Aykroyd because again, Dan Aykroyd loved Blues Brothers 2000. So. <laughs> Dan Edgar is a hack. Yeah, <laughs> he, he really is. I mean, he, he, his first idea is always really good and funny. It's his follow-up to that first idea that it's just terrible. Like, oh, you should just stop at one. <laughs> well, I, I'm curious, anyone listening, if you have any commentary about Ghostbusters 2, about Ghostbusters itself. Uh, by the time this is posted, Ghostbusters might be just about a week away, if not posted. It just mm-hmm. depends on when I can get to editing this. So please, share, share your comments. Uh, I know you... Uh, a lot of you who do listen send me private messages. I will mention again. Feel free to comment below. Everyone would like to hear what you have to say. There's like Please, s- me too. I don't <laughs> see those private messages. Like- PC like keeps them and then deletes them <laughs> on some server or something. Um, but uh, yeah, just curious what your thoughts, what listeners' thoughts might be on Ghostbusters as a, as a whole, as its franchise. Thoughts on the cartoon. Just just what are your feelings on that? So. I want to. I want to know if anyone likes prefers Ghostbusters two, two over one. one. There's surely something that I I came to this 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 realization a few years ago, and it it was kind of a, a weird perspective on film that I feel helps me accept movies mm-hmm. in a certain way. Every movie that comes out is either is someone's first movie in a theater. <laughs> Every movie that comes out in yes. theaters is somebody's first movie. And I will even go so far as to say that every movie that comes out, someone out there, that's their favorite movie of all Absolutely. time. Absolutely. And that is crazy. Yeah. Someone out there is like, yeah, yeah. Paul Blart 2 is my favorite movie of all time. I love Blood. Deal with it. I love Blood Rain. <laughs> I'm going to see anything from that director. Juve he, Ball. He's my favorite director. Just, just that, that, that is so, like, whoa. <laughs> That's true. There is, I don't think there's ever been a movie that got 0% 
Some favorability rating. Somebody out there loves that movie. Somebody out there, that's their first movie. And in the big picture, and, and when you think about it, how many people make these movies? And th- there's jobs being had. There are people who devote their time into making movies. And that's and that's fine. I mean, the, the, and that's that's good to think about too. But they've gotten paid for this, and they're moved on to the next movie. Right. But probably plenty of people that worked on Ghostbusters too are like, this is. Yeah, oh, I shaking their. It was I a mean, union gig, whatever. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's 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 to a lot of people, it's a job and all that. I mean, you know, there's not many actors even that hang their hat on movies that are like that's like the worst. Like you know, you know, like it's a lot of times a job is a job, and people will work jobs, and mm-hmm. and you know, when you say you don't like a movie, you're not saying they did a bad job. Right. That's another thing to consider all the time. You know, it's, they're working, they're getting paid to do it. Mm-hmm. If you really want to support them, go see, you pay for every single movie that comes out of the theater. That way you can show universal love for yeah, everybody. I've, I'm not biased. It's just a, straight right. across the board. I, I support watch every movie once. <laughs> full price. All right. Well, Chris, plug everything that you do. <laughs> At least the top three things you'd like to plug. Top right three now. things. All right, so we'll 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 uh, plug podcast mania. That's mm-hmm. the horror. If you uh, like series. horror, if you like horror films, yep, that's the podcast. Especially we'll they seem to like the seventies ones a lot. So that's what I get to watch: seventy early eighties horror yeah. films. The Corman era. Yeah. Right, Roger Corman. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Um, then there is the uh, uh, Chris and Max review movies on YouTube. On YouTube, mm-hmm. it's and the video. I highly recommend it. It's two minutes of your time every episode. Like you're not you're not committing to anything by watching these. They're go ahead, plug it. It's well, I mean, we review movies such as Smurfs too and mm-hmm. and things like that. So you know, maybe those, those movies that you missed, yeah, yeah. for a reason. Got under the radar there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then a uh, third one I'll, I will uh, is Franchise Manchise since I'm I'm. You're almost done. I'm almost done. Three movies left of the Police Academy franchise out of the seven. And these are the hashtag no Mahone. Are you guys films. just going to do that as one? Uh, I think we're going to do it as, as two of them. We're going to do five and six together mm-hmm. and then seven and, then and the wrap. Oh, right, right, right. Okay. okay. Uh, and you can find Franchise Manchise on Ghost Fa- Hat Network. On Ghost Hat Network. You can find it on Facebook. Facebook. And I, Frenchman. 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 Yeah, hashtag, easy, easy to have. Hashtag Frenchman. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I will plug, uh, check out the BitLife channel on YouTube. You can also check out the BitLifeChannel.com, although they don't update that as frequently well, as the they YouTube do not. page. And check out the One Minute Rewatch, which is a very condensed version of movie reviews that I do for the BitLife channel. Uh, very fast-paced, and I took inspiration from the One Minute Gamer, which is Chad Halverson's series, which I really recommend. You can skip mine. I don't care. I do it once a month. But please check out Chad Halverson's One Minute Gamer. That show, even if you don't like games, Chad is brilliant in in what he's created on that series. So please check that out. YouTube, The Bit Life Channel, The Bit well, Life Show. You have all the links below, right? Oh, I always forget to do that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but you, if you are listening to this on iTunes, head on over to firmamentfilms.com where you can see our short films. We just... Uh, uh, posted uh, interviewing 101. We just did another 48-hour film festival, which is um, screenwriter and screen colon, colon writer. writer. Uh, and you can also check out something, a couple more we have coming down the pipe as well. Yes, we'll exciting have, times. We'll have one in July. We'll have one in August. Just keep your eyes peeled for that. So um, you can find me on Twitter at TC's Big Head. Also on Instagram. 
I'm at Badger Colfax if you care. But Badger Colfax. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, that's it. Thanks for listening. Um, comments, subscribe, share. Let us know what you think. Chris, thank you for being on. Of course, again. anytime. Yeah, I feel I feel like my seat is. I'm just keeping it warm for Ben. Though it's true. It's true. You you have the third most appearances on the show. Yes. Yes. Finally passed whoever is sound for. <laughs> Steve, I think, is the, the third before. <laughs> so, anyway, I am TCD with Chris Craft Table from here. For Ben, for all the rewatchment Are you tired of peaks and mustaches? Who can manage to be boring with explosions and crashes? If you or the Lorax want to bust like we do, give us a call. We're ready to defeat you. Ghostbusters, flow crushers, get the job done. Spitting out the lyrics like, We got one! People moving like the Statue of Liberty Try to beat us in a battle? Man, you gotta be kidding me The delivery of sand stands straight Like my main man Slinky I collect spores Tell him about the tweet Like your show? It's all fluff and filler I'll kick your hiney, man I'm a savage killer Wow, your raps are just too whack to handle Let's do it like we do on the Discovery Channel Your science is preposterous The opposite of competent process And in this episode we'll give you a synopsis Starting with the vacuum cleaner Strapped up on your back It's a fact Positrons don't react like that You built a laser grid with no Safety switch and Mother Peck was right. That's some shady shit. Good thing you work in a firehouse. Cause you just got burned. You are poor scientists. And that's good burn. That's enough from the walrus and Dickless the clown. Let's show these myth bitches how we do it downtown. Are you sick? Ho! Eat them up. Smoke it. High speed shows your ass get beat in slow motion. We roast show hosts when our flow cross streams. Bumping out blockbusters. While you work behind the scenes. It's a rap test, dummy. And you're both getting crashed. We came, we saw, we kicked your ass. Ghosts aren't real. But it should be sick. It's time to bring the B team back from the dead. Hey, things are getting scary. Hey, when Tori ready, hey, come harder than Ray when that ghost popped his cherry. We reject your phone and substitute our own. Uh, why'd you stop? I couldn't think of a rhyme. We'll just say the first thing that pops into your mind. Oh. Uh. Uh, your wings at a stink pop, a stain fluff Blaze turns a flip, carry but I side up I smell a ghost buses and fluff another one don't play Show these dweebs how to rock a beret A little so large you can't harsh my mellow Just one step took me out the ghetto You best be afraid of my marshmallow flows It's big pop, just turn all you bitches to talk Whoa, whoa.